for grace to you and peace from our God and Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Well, dear friends, I think these last couple of weeks have served to remind me personally that we walk by faith rather than by sight. You know, just to, to share with you personally, you know, I once again this year really looking forward to the Christmas season. And, you know, with the age of, of my boys, I always kind of have in the, the back of my mind, you know, how, how many more times will we be able to get together for the, the Christmas season? Uh, you know, you've experienced that where your your son, your daughter, you know, graduates from high school, graduates from uh, college, and then they kind of have their own life. They have a, a, a work schedule. Maybe they can't even get off uh, for Christmas, or they, they marry a, a, a young man, a young lady, and, and now they have to go off to that other relative's house, you know, for the Christmas holidays. And so maybe you got one or two of, of your kids got to come home for Christmas, but that one, right, that one had, had some other plans or, you know, they were, were doing some other thing. And so so for, for me, yes, it, it's always kind of in, in the back of my mind. Um, you know, we're, we're maybe running out of Christmases where we'll be able to be together as a family. And so, you know, with, with expectation and, and hope, you know, I'm, I'm coming into the, the Christmas season, you know. And then, uh, of course, uh, you know, th- things kind of come up and, and we, we understand those as well. But, you know, for our family, um, you know, we, we had the opportunity to gather together in, in Colorado uh, for one of, of Scott's weightlifting events. And yeah, it was, was nice to be together as a, a family. My, my brother was there and my sister and her family were there and Linda's brother and his family were able to come down, uh, my mom and dad. And so, you know, had a, a, a lot of people that could gather together for that. But I, I miss church. I w- wasn't able to, to be here. One of the Sundays leading up to Christmas, and we we missed uh, being able to gather together here with you uh, to put up the Christmas decorations. And so I, you know, missed you know decorating for that, and I've I've really enjoyed that over the years as well. And and you know, always in in the past, I had you know probably three three or four boys home that were able to help out with um, you know that that decorating. And I, you know, often you, you left the, the balcony up to, to one of my uh, boys. And, you know, this year the balcony was empty because we, we just weren't here um, to help with the decorating. And so it's like, well, you know, I'm still, you know, looking forward to Christmas, but you know, starting to, to kind of miss, you know, some of the, the pieces and, you know, I got to go shopping with my wife to, to buy food in preparation, you know, for that, that week as, you know, the, my boys start to arrive home one after the other. And then the, we had a, a beautiful uh, Christmas Eve service like, like we always do. And, you know, that, that was 
really fine, and that that was really nice. But then, you know, I, I got up Christmas morning, and a, a lot of people in my house were sick. And my my wife didn't even make Christmas dinner this year. I tell her. Right, she she said we could we could fend for ourselves. Ah, oh, you've been there. <clears throat> and and then you know I I was able to to come in for that Sunday service and my voice was a a little bit rocky that morning, but I I still felt pretty decent. But as uh, you know, that that Sunday wore on, it, it seemed like I was kind of falling apart through the afternoon. And by that Sunday night, I, I had a fever too, and everybody in our house was sick. And you know, for for two or three days, even I I was laying in my bed, um, but but there there was no sound in the rest of the house. You know, it was just all quiet. And I, I think my, my son, Mark, just kind of took to his bed and we didn't even really see him for two or three days. Uh, I, I may walk down in the, the evening and say, Mark, are you still alive, you know? And he'd say, yeah, I'm still here, uh, whatever. But, the, you know, there there were two or three days where there, there's no laughter, there's no talking. Uh, the, the house, you know, just completely silent. And then, well, things maybe start to, to pick up a, a little bit. And, and then, you know, we start to hear some voices uh, again. But by that time, right, you know, Andrew had to go back to his school. And, you know, Mark, Mark uh, is getting ready to go back today. And, and Scott left just yesterday again. And have, having missed last week, you know, you walk in the, the church today and all the decorations are gone again, aren't they? And so you, you had the, this this wonderful event, the, the birth of our, our Lord and Savior, and you know, hopefully we, we all had a, a few highlights in there. Um, you know, the, the Christmas Eve service especially. But when you're, you're looking forward to something and, and you're thinking to yourself, you know, maybe this is the, the last time that the family will be able to really get together uh, for the, the Christmas holiday. Right, because things change, and you, you really wanted it to be special, and, and you really you know wanted to be able to cherish the, the moments, and then you, you woke up this morning, and maybe it was you know like for me, you said, "Wow, you know I I, I missed that that decorating thing, and I, I wasn't there to take down decorations even and." And, you know, some bad things maybe happened through the holidays and I, I wasn't feeling as perfect as I wanted to. And I just kind of missed some of the stuff, you know. Now, maybe your Christmas was completely the opposite. It was the best one ever. I hope that's the case. But it's easy for us to have some of the, these special Seasons where we feel like we missed some of the stuff, isn't it? This boy, you know, it, it just didn't work out quite the way we wanted. Or, or, or maybe worse yet, we, we did get together with some relatives, but there was arguing. 
and, and, and there was fighting. Uh, maybe, you know, people lost their temper. Um, maybe people shouted at, at one another. Maybe people were unkind at, at certain places. They said, wow, you know, I really didn't get the Christmas I wanted this year. They go, oh, I feel bad, right? And then, of course, when we start to feel bad or when things aren't going quite perfect, maybe we actually begin to question God's love, don't we? I mean, each of us, we're, we're old enough, we've probably been there at least one time, right? Where he said, wow, if God really loved me, why did this bad thing happen? If God really cares about me, why did this not work out just right? If God was really with me, if God is really in my corner, why don't I have a better outcome? You see, we start to question even that love of God, don't we? And that's exactly where we come to the place where we have to be able to say, I'm going to walk by faith rather than by sight. See, I'm going to have faith in that word of God rather than whatever experiences I'm having at this particular moment in time. As we, we could ask one another, you know, how do I know that God you know, loves me? And there are some people in the community that could say, well, I got a brand new truck for Christmas. That's how I know God loves me. Say, so, well, uh, what about all the people that didn't get a brand new truck for Christmas this year? Does God not, not love them? Now, how, how do I know God loves me? It's because he said so in his word, didn't he? How do I know God loves me? It's because he, he wrote in the Holy Scripture that I so loved the world, he said, that I sent my one and only son that whoever would believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Right? How, how can I know that, that God cares about me when things in my life aren't exactly perfect? It's by going to that very word of God, isn't it? By reading again those precious promises. Now, what does God have to say uh, about me? They say, oh, you know, if your life isn't going real smooth, it's because you stink. <laughs> Do we really see that in the scripture anywhere? No, in fact, we see almost the opposite, don't we? Where Jesus comes and he says, if the world treated me in this terrible way, why are you surprised if they treat you, my followers, in this terrible way? See, in, in a sense, you know, Jesus is letting us know up front that the Christian path is going to be a hard path. He's letting us know that we're not going to be spared from 
conflict. We're not going to be uh, spared from even despair. But rather, as we follow in his steps, we're going to experience the things that he experienced. There may even be times when we are cast out. There might be times when we feel alone. There might be times when we feel a, a great despair within our own souls. Because if the world treated him badly, he warns us that we should expect the world would treat us badly at times as well. Now Jesus said, in this world you will have trouble. But I have overcome the world. You see, the, the promise is not necessarily for our own time. Although you and I also have experienced the benefits of following God's plan, right? To be in the center of God's will, right? to be doing things according to God's written word, to be living our lives according to God's principles. You know, that does produce fruit, doesn't it? And it does produce a satisfying life. But yet at the very same time, we live in this sinful world. And even though you and I might be doing things to the best of our ability, even though you and I uh, you know, maybe went through this Christmas season doing every single thing right, they say, ha ha. But it's maybe possible. You can make it for a, a, a week, two weeks. Right? Without sin. And even if that was the case, though, the sins of other people impact your life, don't they? So even if you did everything according to God's word and and you lived a a perfect life for a, a number of days, still the sins of other people can have that impact because we live in a sinful world. And so you, you, you did the things right and, and, and you bought the, the things you were supposed to do and you made the Christmas dinner and you put up the decorations and you invited all of the, the people over and, and you arranged the party games that you, you had and you tried your best to be the buffer between some people that didn't quite get along and still maybe it didn't work out the way you wanted. They say, wow, maybe God's not really with me. Wow, maybe God doesn't really love me. Maybe there's some deep flaw within my innermost being that prevents good things from from happening. I I don't know. What, What could it be? And the answer is simply, perhaps, we live in a sinful world. And even though you were at 100% and you did your very best, still other people, they sinned. Still other people, they didn't quite do what they were supposed to be doing. And God really 
does love you. See, that's the message for today. Even if your, your Christmas was wonderful, as, as I, I hope it would be, we're, we're maybe coming down from that experience, aren't we? And maybe this Christmas you were up there on the mountaintop and everything came out just right and everybody was able to come home and, and they had a good time together and they, they stayed healthy and they, they laughed and, and there was you know joyful sounds in your home through the season. But now they've left again. And you say, oh, feeling kind of down today. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, you know, we, we reached the mountaintop, but then we had to come back down again. I'm here to tell you once more, to reassure you, God loves you. He loves you very much. He loved you so much that he sent Jesus into this world to die so your sin could be forgiven. He loved you so much that he opened the way to heaven so you can get home one day, so you can be with him for eternity, so you can experience his presence, so you can live in a place where there is no sin. So you can live in a realm where sin doesn't impact your life anymore. So you can be in a place where you live each day to the best of your ability and you're rewarded for that with God's presence. You see, God does love us. Even in the midst of our pain, even in the, the midst of imprisonment, God cares for each one. He loves so much. He didn't just send a card. He didn't just send a little gift. He sent his son to die upon the cross so you and I can be with him forever. Amen. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be in your hearts and minds now and always. Amen.